This episode of WTF Landia Radio Show is brought to you by WTF. If you have the same burning questions as we do, then you'll find it here. Well, that's our hope anyway. This episode is not brought to you by McDonald's. Don't you dare put your lips on that sh. The views expressed at WTF Landia are not to direct, guide, or sway public opinion for entertainment purposes only. WTF Landia Radio Show. It's your girl, Char Michelle. Now, there's not a chance on God's beautiful green earth that I want to enter this room with sweat on my brow. But there's a tad bit of sweat on my brow, if I'm just being honest, because you know why? Well, we've broken new ground, literally and figuratively. Uh, in regards to the Russian conflict over there in Ukraine. Well, how, you asked. How, Sean Michelle? Oh, well, first of all, welcome to the show. If you're just new here, nice to have you. Nice of you to join the war. We're in this together. We're allies. Okay? If you're listening to the show, you like me, I like you. That's why you're here, right? Hi. Uh, love to see you. Or love that you get to hear me. Or whatever, you know what I mean? Virtual NFT. This is a NFT that will end up in the Library of Congress one day. I'm certain of it. Just putting it out there for now. But listen, we have got, we've broken new ground, is what I said when I first entered the room. The WTF Landia Radio Room. It's a cozy little nook where we get together, we talk about subjects that are way off our radar as far as comfort is concerned in a comfortable way. How's that? I hope that you're enjoying it. Because Vladimir Zelensky, he is appealing for us to come and help him. And now I know that you and I, you know, people who are listening right now in on this, a lot of us are just, you know, civilians. We can't really hop on a plane. We're not necessarily pilots or even flight attendants for that matter. And even if we were, the airspace is frozen over in the Ukraine. Speaking of freezing, I woke up to snow this morning. Gosh, it was cold. I have a splitting headache. I just want to dive my head into the snow and all that. But it's not about me. It's about the Ukraine. Let's get back to the point, shall we, shall we? Zelensky. He's calling for us to help him out. Why? Well, because he can't do it alone. And even worse is that I'm up at 11.03 Pacific Standard Time on February the 24th. A lovely, like I said, cold Thursday here in Canada with our own set of issues, but that's for another podcast. But um, I turn on the news and Zelensky's uh, saying, look, 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 can't do this alone. And guess what's happening? These Russians have bombed a civilian apartment complex. It's a candidate. Let me tell Let me show you. Hold on. Breathe in. 
Let's do a little bit of a breathing exercises right now as we dive into what we got to discuss here. Breathe out. All right, check it out. You know what it's like? This is like, you know, living in downtown Vancouver. Let's just say we're living in uh, Yale Town. It's cute over there. I like it. The guys are cute. They go to the gym often. And they also work in the financial district. Hey, guys, I'm single. But uh, back to the point. It, uh, it's like, you know, you're just hanging out, doing your thing, watching, you know, the gals and guys, you know, go over to their gym sessions in Yelltown. And all of a sudden, a nice little bomb of sorts whizzes by your ears and into your apartment building, your, your high-rise, your sky-rise. Floor-to-ceiling windows is what the uh, real estate agent pitches us when we go to, uh, you know, buy and or rent those things. Well, now I've got not only floor-to-ceiling windows, I've got open air. Because guess what? I bombed them, blew them things out. Oh my, this is what's happened. This is what's happened. This is breaking news. Now, why is that breaking news? Sean Michelle, why why did it make you get on, you know, jump into this WTF Landia radio room at such hours? Well, because it's in my neighborhood. I'm thinking of Yelltown. I'm thinking of if that bomb had, you know, hit my building. I had nothing to do with this. I didn't sign up for this war. I'm just a regular mom that needs to take her kids to school in the morning put food on the table and yada de yada de yada right well now I've got open air views 32 floors up and it's not feeling safe that's what's happened over in Kiev Kiev some might call it do you get the drift do you hear what I'm saying so well how did we respond how did our friends respond how did our friends respond? They said, you know, oh, well, earlier they responded with putting down some heavy sanctions. Now, I'm wondering if that's what happens when you throw heavy sanctions down on the Russians who own 90% of, you know, the world's nuclear artillery. Also, Russia took over Chernobyl tonight, I might add. Huh, it's theirs. We're going to be having to redo the map. Maybe we'll have the kids in school start to rework a new map. <laughs> because it's, oh, gosh, this sucks. I mean, it's interesting. It doesn't suck. It has to happen. We've seen it happen. How do you think the maps are made? People going and invading. We're just a part of it in 2022. You didn't think this was going to happen? No, everybody's going to be sitting down in their seats all chill. Just, you know, not building a new map. No. Well, Putin's aggression has uh, shown up in civilian land. And it's like, like I said, it's it's like bombing people that have nothing to do with this whole political and or, you know, military stunt, if you will. I don't want that. I just wanted to go to school and work in the morning. Now my whole building is busted out. This is wild that means people who have civilians this is where it gets deadly 
civilians are suffering the consequences of the political and military conflict. Now, why? We let's dig a little deeper, okay? We just started the massage. It's like you being on the massage table, right? And we're going into the shoulder blades and we're moving on down to the spinal cord. And we are moving back up the spinal cord and back over to the shoulder blade, rubbing out the tensions. Now, there we go. How did this happen? <laughs> How did we get here? Earlier today, like I said, the U.S. decided to, and along with NATO, which means it's uh, Ukraine's best friends, their new, their buddies. You know, they decided to throw down some heavy sanctions. What are these sanctions, Chat Michelle? What are the sanctions? And what are sanctions? Sanctions are where you get like a pat on your butt. You want to go and do this to my best friend? Well, I'm going to spank your bottom. Right? Or just like restrictions. Spanking the bottom might be different. Actually, I take it back. So let me tell you what sanctions are. Sanctions are those little acts where you just say you know what you have made a decision that we don't agree with and so what we're going to do is we're going to take some things away from you so if you're a child and you you know you went and smacked your brother in the face and that wasn't nice and uh you expect to just go about your business um well your mom's probably going to say no thank you kid and uh, you're going to have some sanctions. And uh, the example of that is, you know, you know, when a parent lets his child leave school, the penalty of non-complying um, to penalize or violating the principle, right? You don't get to leave school. You don't get to go to school. That was a bad example. But what are sanctions on countries? I'm going to give you a government of UK definition. Sanctions and embargoes are political trade restrictions put in place against target countries with the aim of maintaining or restoring international peace and security. And uh, so if you say, what, what, what sanctions did they put on Russia? Well, they targeted the financial institutions. They can't uh, use the U.S. dollar or any uh, euros or any of that. But they won't be recognized. Also, uh, the energy um, grid. They're trying to cut Russia off of the energy grid, I believe. Also, um, any other resources that we might trade with Russia, and maybe even the diplomats soon. They have to go home. I don't know. But uh, that's what they did. They closed down the Russian embassy in the States as well. Sent them home. Sent them packing or something, I believe. And uh, that's scary, right? So when you apply sanctions on a country, well, guess who that affects? Ah, you've guessed it. It affects the civilians. This isn't just a government thing, right? I'm in Russia. I want to go order some stuff off of, uh, you know, pretty little thing. Is that in America? And you can't. 
because guess what the u.s will not accept your money and you can't accept i mean maybe they will still accept the russian uh uh money but uh you know what I mean? But you can't, not, there's the trade, there's, you know, a huge package that uh, the allies of the Ukraine have put together to make it very difficult for them to thrive and basically cripple their economy. I'm just trying to explain it the best way I can without getting too smart for you guys. If I get too smart, you might not want to come back to the WTF Landia Radio. We do whimsical better here. We do smart and whimsical and funny and, well, we try it all anyways. (laughs) Whether we do it well is up to your return. And you're back, so it's nice to have you. But, you know, so these are the things that we're looking at now. How, when you are saying that it affects the civilians, the sanctions that the U.S. and their NATO counterparts have placed onto Russia. It affects their civilians. Well, what does A have to do with B? Well, besides the fact that A is after B, A, the U.S. put U.S. and NATO put sanctions on heavy sanctions onto Russia earlier today, and then this evening, about you know half an hour ago or more, a little bit, little more or less. A bomb just happens to hit a civilian building. Well, there you go. It's maybe not physical that the sanctions affect people. But it is in other ways, right? It is through their finances, through their wallets, through their food, through their living that the civilians will be affected because again, this is not just for this is not just affecting the political the, the political members of Russia. This is affecting the, the whole country, right? So did Russia respond with b- bombing that civilian building is my question. And I think A would lead to B. And this is where it gets sketchy. Because well, China <laughs> and and Putin. They, they, they seem to be good friends. They don't smile much. They're very, very, very picky. And they're very petty. And they just might join, you know, forces together. They hang out a lot. They drink tea. I'm seeing some images of them now on the breaking news. And they're thinking that they, Ukraine is urging China to talk to Putin. For what? Because if you mess with Russia's money, you're going to be messing with China's money. It's all going to be a trickle-down economic effect. And that's what we're dealing with here. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm saying. I'm sticking to it. And I think that A equals B because, again, it may very well not have been a bomb that went off and blew up your wallet in your pocket. But it's going to affect us. It's going to affect not us. It's going to affect the Russians who are just, you know, needing to go about their lives, needing to feed, put food on the tables. And if we have put sanctions on the entire infrastructure because we do know that countries are run based on relationships, trade, import, export. But if we sanction them out of anything they could possibly need to thrive, the whole country, not just the politicians in the military, then there is a an attack on civilian livelihood. 
Hence, Russia saying. And also, I want to get to the point that Russia did say this evening again. He doubled down with that thing, that threat, this time in Russian. Well, it was in Russian before, but like, he said, if you, I urge U.S. NATO, he didn't say U.S., but it sounds like he's talking directly to us. It sounds like it's a letter to Joe Byron. And it's like, if you get involved, the consequences would be immediately. So I did went and said, what does immediately, what does immediate in Putin language mean? Well, it means that a nuclear warhead could end up in New York, San Francisco, Chicago, Texas, and uh, Los Angeles within 30 minutes. Now, we do have defense mechanisms that can block those missiles, okay? We're not sitting out there like, oh, there's a missile, let it ride. You know, the Pentagon is well aware of how to shoot down a missile. We know that. But how many missiles is too many missiles when they're coming all at once? Because Russia's got 6,200 of those things, that if they're shot one after the other after the other and they're they're placed in precarious ways that can, you know, somehow get one or two of them through while the other ones are being deterred by our Pentagon surveillance system, then maybe one or two will land, causing great destruction to our livelihood. There you go. Now listen, I have no, you know, expertise in KGB. I'm not a spy, although I really wanted to be that when I was a kid. I always thought I wanted to be a spy or work for the CIA or, you know, those things. It just seemed fun to me. Then I got one tattoo, two tattoos, too many. Then I realized I couldn't be rogue if I wanted to, so that dream died. But I can play one on TV if anybody's looking for a spizzy. Hire your girl, Jean Michel. <laughs> or I can be a voice actor for a spy now that I've dusted off these chops. But you know what I mean? So um, I'm just seeing it through eyes of what it looks like. It looks like A is leading to B, and B is going to lead to C, and D is going to lead to death if we don't chill them. Listen, also, I'm going to just make the appeal again. I went and put it up underneath uh, Mr. Justin Pierre Trudeau's Instagram post as he was sitting down having a meeting with the uh, G7 peep group, which is the, you know, the ghetto alliance. I mean, the... Uh, the NATO alliance, the allies of <laughs> the Ukraine is somehow we get involved when we don't necessarily want to. He was having a meeting, he had his legs crossed, he was chilling back like, well, I've just kiboshed a war here on my own land. Now it's time to get over here to, no, Justin, stop right there. You stick your hair out of this one. You've got great hair and a lovely lisp. But we can't deal with this one this time, Justin. Huh. Will you just... <laughs> you just watch on from Zoom because we can't deal. And also, you know, can we talk about the fact that, you know, it just truly 
it's we're still in a pandemic i don't see a mask on i think everybody in the military is probably double vaxxed and uh you know boosted up we'll see if uh mario kart is his actual thing and as he's as he's uh you know military guys run up and down the roads of kiev trying to take over the joint if they die on impact from the mario kartis and periocarditis of the vaccine shot this is going to answer a lot of questions that people have listen i've got podcasts underneath this one that's chock full of questionnaires and they need answers Does the vaccine cause or is it a direct effect of what could cause myocarditis and periodarditis? Cardius? Periodarditis? I don't know. You know what I mean. We're going to find out. But what also we need to understand is those Russian financial institutions as being sanctioned. They're going to be... Here's the thing I know about people and... uh, you know, their pockets. You keep your hand on my pockets, I keep my hand out of yours. And I think if we start to go mess with Russians' money, we need to have our defense missiles ready to block. I just don't feel like this is going to end well. Like, you know, Putin, here's a, here's a, no one man should have all this power. The clock is ticking, better count the hours. Like, Putin, Vlad, has nothing to lose, y'all, and everything to gain. He's got, he's going to go in there and take over Kiev in the next 48 hours. And he's blowing it up as he is, and I think this is a great succession. It's like, I'm going to go in there and just blow up some, blow it all up so I can rebuild it to my taste. It's like a renovation of a nice, well country <laughs> that isn't yours dear lord it's not cute so when we wake up because many of you are asleep at this hour and um, when you wake up to this news and we start to look over and check out what it means to you know attack civilians whether it's by their by way of the sanctions or by way of the bomb at the apartment building in Kiev the Russians are not liking it either they're over there protesting Russia that's unheard of people don't protest in Russia you don't have the right to protest in Russia and they're ending it pretty quickly. They're going and they're protesting for the rights of the Ukraine. And they're protesting because they know that they're going to be affected by this war. I have never seen more war in countries against, within their own countries. <laughs> Military against the people in their own countries than we have in 2022. And it's just getting started, guys. We're two months in almost three that's weird we're two months in to a full different life um and you know and this happens and the people in ukraine they've been experiencing it's a lot of you know all of this stuff happens in eastern or in europe usually it doesn't come over to the u.s and let's it's you know civil right civilians civil war 
But now this looks like this is a possibility. And especially because, again, Russians' allies are... Well, in my opinion, frankly, they're some folks that just DGAF. <laughs> they just D to the G to the A to the F. They don't. And if you need to know what that acronym is, well, Google it. I'm a Christian. I'm trying not to swear. I could swear it out if I wanted to. I've done it. I'm trying to stick away from it. But you know what I mean? Like, they don't care. They don't care. That's North Korea. That's Somalia. That's Iran. That's Iraq, I believe. That's uh, China. That's North Korea. <laughs> These are people that can care less. They're like, yeah, let's go. And they have, and again, we've got thousands more warheads than any other country. But if you look around, they have they have hundreds on the other countries and we don't know what sizes they are what range ballistics speaking like you know where they could go you know what's funny is I did some research on this topic about the nuclear weapons if you go through my google you're going to be like what is oh she must be a news reporter it's true this is podcast is one of my jobs I've got others I'm looking to go mainstream now. So if you guys know anybody that knows anybody that needs a gal that can be on your airwaves, contractually speaking, well, send them this here podcast because mama's got children to feed. <laughs> but, you know, seriously, truly, that that's true. But seriously, um, I'm looking in and it's just, uh, it's pretty off topic but it's pretty uh, bizarre that we are dealing with a war of again that's all it's not off topic it's it's in the same family but we're dealing with a war that if that you know are, are against our own and then we're dealing with a war that is you know where we have to partner up with an ally up so that people you know, can live a life on the country that's theirs. And so a lot of people, including myself, had questions about what, at first, you know, when this has been bubbling up for the last couple of weeks, we know that. But a lot of people, um, in layman's terms, needed to understand what this war, this conflict, this discrepancy between the Ukraine and Russia is. It's a crisis. But people were like, you know, in the hood, if you're from the hood, if you're from L.A., Inglewood, Compton, Watts, you're like, what's going on over there in Ukraine? Homie, I don't get it. What's popping? What's good? Well, Tommy LaFlore, as known as on Instagram, Instagram handle, T-O-M-M-I-E-L-E-F-L-O-R-E, gave us a really great comment add to the topic of what's going on in Ukraine and this thing is gone viral and I read it and I go thank you although I had it figured out at that point because I had to do my own research and come up with it in my dialogue in my own head but she said it like I probably would have said it and let's read what she says is this uh, Ukraine and Russia crisis in simple layman's terms 
for those who have no idea what's going on. And, and it's brilliant. Tommy, I love you. Here she explains it like this. Ukraine used to be, <clears throat> this is so you get a visual of what's going on, right? This is in like an analogy, okay? In layman's terms, in like what it looks like. Ukraine used to be in, in an abusive relationship with Russia, feeding him and letting him use her car and giving him whatever he asked for until she built up the confidence to call it quits back in 1991. Well, since then, Ukraine has been working on herself, becoming a strong, independent woman with help from friends like France, American, America, Poland, etc., offering her, offering her support, loaning her money, and helping her find her way. Ukraine has been enjoying being single for 30 years and looking forward to continuing to grow and create new friendships. Now, Russia being the toxic ex that it wants her back and doesn't want her meeting new people or creating any new relationships. A couple of weeks ago, Russia started sitting in the front of Ukraine's house. And when her friends asked him what he's doing there, he said, oh, nothing, just getting a little bit of exercise in, that's all. After her friends told her that Russia was potentially getting ready to do something bad to her, he said, they're lying. They just want you to be scared of me, and that's not what it is. Well, yesterday Russia broke into Ukraine's house, beating her up and taking advantage of her while on live stream and doing a double dog daring of any of her friends to do something about it. And if they do want the smoke, Russia got that thing on him. Tommy LaFleur. I couldn't have said it better. Russia got that thing. Russia got (laughs) 6,200 of them things on him. Russia got the nukes. So does the United States. And uh, oddly enough, the Ukraine's got some nuclear warheads as well. But a lot of them are detonated. Uh, 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 they, they can't. They don't do anything. They, they have uh, to just for visual, because the Russians left them there a long time ago. So they just sitting, sitting there looking pretty. But uh, wow, time of the floor explained it just like I, like we all needed to hear it, and that's it. Russia is saying, ah, you just, yeah, I'm bored. I want to go and take this land. I feel like, uh, whatever. Because why? Why in 2022? What in the demonic forces is going on in this world? So, I mean, if you look at, you know, Vlad, he does look like he can give a crap less. His face says it. His face says, eh, don't come trying to bother me. If you do, I'm going to blow up your apartment buildings. And your apartment buildings can look like Los Angeles. All of Los Angeles. This could very well be the end of the world as we know it. And the only thing we have left is, well, these wonderful podcasts that maybe the two or three people who lived in the bunker underneath the world, when they come up out of there and clear out all the uh, nuclear 
gases and smoke and can live outside of a bubble in a NASA spacesuit, then they'll be able to enjoy life again. I don't know. This sounds very weird, but climate change and all that too. What, what are we? What are we looking for? What's happening? A lot. Jesus ain't loving it. But we just, the Bible predicted this, okay? So let's just let's just let that be clear. The Bible, the prophecies in the Bible are really, 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 really real right now. I'm seeing them. You're seeing them. We're seeing them. And if you haven't seen it, if you don't even believe in God, that's totally up to you. The Bible is a great book to dive into to understand what the times that we're living in, in now. It's just, and I'm sure there's others. But the Bible is pretty spot on. And for me, it's my uh, avenue to the truth. Period. Okay, everybody, I urge you to read that. And even if you just want to read Matthew through Revelations. Okay, that's some good reading there about these times that we're living in right now. But uh, yeah, guys, thanks for joining the show tonight. I'm hoping that we you know, can take a stand like those protesters. There's some protesters have protest happening in Russia and they're lasting a good five minutes before the, you know, force. It looks to me like the popo and the military mixed in one. It's stoicky, so you never know if they're happy or sad or mad over in Russia, but they put them protesters out quick. That protest might have happened, might have lasted four and a half minutes. They're coming out so fast and wrapping these people up and put them in the, the you know, armored vehicles. Like, you, you just don't have a voice. It is a communist Russia. You're starting to realize how Russia is. And Russia might very well be on the internet looking at all the protests and the truckers, but they better not try it there. I realized why they took my passport when I went to Russia. They don't want you to just go there and think you can sit up shop and stay. <laughs> you need to have your passport with you from America like I had to spill out visa everything like you need to go visit and leave they don't let you stay put it's because they don't want you going there and trying to implant your ideas into their fabric of their society they don't need outsiders mess come for a visit and then leave is essentially why they hold your passport at when you enter Russia. You don't know. You don't get to go around and, and get things popping. Right? It's because they run things a certain way. So the people that are maybe getting involved in this protest against this obvious atrocity and crisis happening over in Ukraine, they're finding out real quick where they live. And that's in Russia. And uh, Vlad, I love that you, you know, you, you like fruits to be again, you know, without the GMOs. I don't love that you're sending bombs by apartment buildings where kids play. It ain't cute. You seem like a bad, bad, bad person for doing that. And I hope and I will pray that you make better decisions because, well, I know Canada's, you know, the non-problematic neighbor that I always say they are. 
but Justin Trudeau seems to be poking his nose into things that we can't, we couldn't shoot a fly out the sky. <laughs> we, we, have, we have zero. <laughs> We've got zero flying weaponry over here in Canada. We don't need that smoke. We don't want that smoke. We don't want that smoke. No joke. But so, you know, please, 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 please just talk to Joe Byron, my uh, wonderful president over there in the U.S., about uh, what it is you guys can do to get you up out of Ukraine and get them people back to living because it is not going to be normal. These, this is not. This won't end well. I, I feel it in my bones. And I try not to say things that I don't want to come to fruition, but this one feels true. So God bless America. God bless Canada. God bless Ukraine. God bless the entire world. And if you don't believe in God blessing you, um, I'm going to pray that at some point you do because God's love is sufficient during times like these. Later. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the entire contents and design of this podcast are the property of WTF Landia Radio or used by WTF Landia Radio with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. Except as otherwise provided herein, users of this podcast may save and use information contained in the podcast only for personal or non-commercial educational purposes, no other use, including without limitation reproduction, retransmission, or editing of this podcast may be made without the prior written permission of WTF Landia Radio, which may be requested by contacting WTF Landia Radio. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only and any reliance on this information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk this podcast should not be considered professional advice unless unless stated otherwise the wtf landia radio group does not endorse approve recommend or certify any information product process service or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast and information from this podcast should not be referenced in any way to imply such approval or endorsement the third-party materials or or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of WTF Landia Radio. WTF Landia Radio assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with the applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. Moreover, WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty that this podcast or the server that makes it available is free of viruses, worms, or other elements or codes that manifest contaminating or destructive properties. WTF Landia Radio expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising out of any individual's use of reference to this, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast or the information presented in this podcast.